right, ladies and gents, it's that time. Turn up your speakers, strap on a smile. It's the Sims and Lepko Podcast. Here's your host, Adam Lepko and Chris Sims. All right, okay, what is going on? Hey, how you feeling? This is Ken Griffey Jr. That's Ken Griffey Sr. How you feeling, Sims in the house? Thanks, I thought you were going to forget about me since the Griffies are here. It is episode 67. Do you have a 67 for I do have a 67. I always got guys from my dad's old team. Billy Yard would be 67, but also Russell Maryland. Russell Maryland, 67. Francisco Cordova was 67. Do you guys know any any 67s in baseball that come to your mind? No. Uh, I know, it's a a rare number. I'll put it this way, I'm pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) I think 60 was my highest number, and that was the first year of spring training. Man, that that would be... Do you have a 67 from Rutgers? Uh, I don't have one from Rutgers, but doesn't Justin Pugh wear 67? Uh, Yes, he does. If I'm going he current right. Giants here. This is uh, Josh. He's We call him Mother Hen. Mother Hen, nice to meet you guys. Right. You Mother doing? Hen, yes. I'm doing great, thanks. Gabe, uh, I, I'd like to see some Gabe <laughs> sticky fingers. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Control room, how are you guys? You feeling good? <laughs> a, what's going on? Uh, this is, so I know you wore 24. You guys shared 30. Three for the three kids. Number means a lot. I could, I mean, you really picked ones that had meaning. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, why wear a number that doesn't mean anything? Man, I had to because I was like the eighth guy on the bench, so I was getting like 41, like Dirk Nowitzki and right. stuff like that. Uh, I want to just say the first time I ever got any experience with you, I missed you. I was in Chicago, 1993, with my dad. I was actually going to my first Michael Jordan game ever. I got straight wow. A's. Dad said, I'll take you to Chicago <laughs> if you get straight A's, and we'll watch a Michael Jordan game. And I was like, all right, I'm in. So I went in. We'd go to Nike Town. Uh, it's like 93, I think, 92, 93. We'd go in. There's all these great sneakers. And I'm like, oh, I want that pair. Oh, we don't have that. We don't have that. We don't have that. And my dad goes, well, what, what, why do you guys got nothing in stock? They go, you know what? Ken Griffey Jr. was here the other day, and he wiped out the store. No. And <laughs> that, Nike that not, made a rule. No, that is not that That's is not, not true? No. Nike no. made a rule, and I was even told this by Nike people, where they said they had to stop letting the athletes go to Nike Town and just go to town, because I'm sure you had a gigantic contract, it was certainly bigger than Big Phil's, my dad's. Uh, uh, no, see, my contract at that point wasn't large. Okay, <laughs> so maybe they BS'd us. Yeah. But, all right, that was yeah. my per- first personal experience. Oh, right. Okay. Right. This right. is the Father's Day special edition. Uh, I'm super excited to have Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr., two titans of the game, uh, two t- you were big red machine. I, yeah. I mean, I lived in that area, the Kentucky area, and people are still talking about it 30, 40 years later. Two time all, a three time all star. I don't want to take one away from three you. Time. Three, three time, three time all star. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, I would play wiffle ball in the street, and I would always pick the Mariners. Not just because of you, but I also had Randy Johnson. So, like, when I would pitch, I was Randy. When I would swing, I was Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, and what I think is really funny is, so Mother Hen, when we found out you guys were coming in, goes, I actually did a school project when I was younger that involved the Griffies. So and he brought it in, which is ridiculous. I have been, I have been keeping this in my closet <laughs> since 2001. Uh, not You're that I kidding. ever thought I would be with the Griffies. So I'm going to come in front of the camera. I'll show this to you guys. Well, I've never you walked in front of the camera. I've never before. walked in front of the camera. I asked for pictures so of you guys playing baseball. Is, we couldn't manage that. This is that, my first grade project that I made, in. the Ken Griffey Jr. game. Oh, my. I kept it in my closet for 15 years, and I would like to present it to you. That's 
that's my name on the bottom there. We copyrighted it 2001. <laughs> this has been sitting in Rumson, New Jersey for 15 years. Wow. That's my gift to you on the podcast it's, today. It literally, for, for wow. people listening, it is Thank a Monopoly you. board that yeah. simply has Ken Griffey Jr. Right. Did you ever think he'd be looking at it? I, I never thought it. And before we go, so I did it with two of my projects, so I'm going to have to take a picture of Ken holding the game because they're not going to believe that I actually presented wow. that uh, 15 years later. Gosh. I, right. I asked him what font that was. All right, all right. Really yeah. whatever. The hell with his damn game. I mean, <laughs> uh, all right, I want to go to you first, Dad. Um, I, I mean, it's such a cool thing. Of course, my dad played football in the NFL, but I never got to play on the same team. I would like to know, at what age did you know Junior here had a chance to be a professional baseball player? And then mm. what, what age did you go, oh, my gosh, he might be, like, an all-time great professional baseball player. All right, I can, I'll answer both questions. The first question, right. I'd have to say around 14. 14? Mm. Yeah, because I was here in New York, and uh, he got in a few things in Cincinnati, and he, his mom flew him here right. to New York, and he thought he was going to get a butt whooping. Right. But he didn't get that. <laughs> he got batting practice. <laughs> so awesome. by the we'll time he was 14, I couldn't strike him out. So I knew he was going to be pretty good, but... He didn't make up his mind what he wanted to be until around about at the end of his, just, well, right at the end would be before he turned 14. Right. That's when he told me he wanted to be a, ma a major league player. Okay. Yeah. I think we were talking about this before you guys got here. People ask him all the time, how great would it be for him and his dad, Phil, to get in the booth and call a game together? The fact that I went back and got into, like, a Griffey wormhole last night and watched you guys hit back-to-back -back home runs that moment in the dugout afterwards, what is that? Because I don't think that's possible for like everyone in civilization. That's incredible. Well, I just told him mine went further. <laughs> you outhit him. Oh, yeah. He didn't have your power there. No, yet. he didn't no. have my power. There. He, he didn't know anything about you power at that up, time. <laughs> I dig it. Well, I, well, I want to hear his side of the story. <laughs> No, you don't listen to his side of the story. He, he don't have a side of the story. He gets grounded when he talks about it. Still gets grounded. What's, what's the best uh, Father's Day g uh, gift uh, Junior gave you ever? Old Spicing Underwear. Uh, old Spicing Underwear? Old Spicing Underwear. And Underwear. And oh, underwear. and Underwear. Yeah, I, was like, I would say worst, both necessary. Worst part, I need those things. I just, he just found out today that I never put the Old Spice on. He was in Crushed. the... It was underneath the sink for right. 15 years, and it evaporated. <laughs> I mean, it's nice so, that you kept it for 15 oh, well, years. Well, you know, I, I said, right. just to make sure he's seen it every day. Oh he went gosh. up under it, right. he has, oh, then he can say, you know, you Dad, really used just found this Dad used it. Yeah. Dad used it. How was it presented to you? <laughs> he said it. He just said, by the way, Father's uh, Day is coming up, and no, I never no. used the Old Spice? Yeah. Did you not wear deodorant? Of course I wore okay. deodorant. Oh, you just didn't like that well, kind of thing. What I want Old Spice, man. I, I had the good stuff. I had the uh, Gucci. Oh, what I wanted, Gucci. You can't hide money in the Griffin <laughs> yeah. family. Uh, we what won't I talk wanted, about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, watch your mouth, boy. <laughs> uh, the reason that you guys are here, I want to do this because I am very appreciative to he's Bayer. He's sweating. You see he's nervous. I always, it's right not nerves. Man, I nervous. am a sweating person. Woo! Love you, Mom. Thanks for the sweat glands. Really appreciate it. Uh, you guys are <coughs> Let doing... Let me sit on this side before you yeah, get Yeah, that's right. All right, Say enough. It. 
Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you guys are doing the Men Who Speak Up campaign. Right. And I think, I, I really want to get this in in the middle because I think it's really great what you guys are doing with Advanced Prostate uh, Cancer National Education Campaign. Getting out there, it's something that I know you've gone through. I think it's something that a lot of men uh, don't go and get checked up right away. And it's, it's just kind of awareness and prevention. Uh, I'm curious, why is this so important to you guys and what do you want people to know? Well, it's important for me, especially because um, my mom, you know, she lost four brothers with prostate cancer, Holy you know, Lord. so um, the biggest thing is me and him getting the opportunity to go around the country speaking about it, you know, and it's, it's a program with Bear and it's called Men Who Speak Up. Mm. And it's about basically advanced prostate cancer where we want the, the uh, patients to talk to their doctors and tell them what their symptoms are, what they're doing, how they're feeling, you know, because sure. it could be a normal thing, a normal daily activity that you know, the, the disease could get, be getting uh, worse. Man. So we're, we're getting this opportunity to do that. You know, like I said, I had four friends that had prostate cancer, and when I didn't have it, they never talked about it. Mm. So, and then when I was diagnosed with it, now they're talking about it. But right. it's just a matter of, you know, it's a macho thing. You yeah. know, they get embarrassed about it. Right. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it. But it's important that they talk about men who speak up. I think we're I getting, mean, about I, prostate cancer. Yeah, I hope we're getting past that as a society. Of yeah, like well, being I mean, macho, now, you know what I mean? Yeah, now we're getting Like, past I think of like yeah. concussions and football stuff. It's like, no, it's okay to admit, like, if you don't feel good, right. go and ask somebody what's going on and get right. them checked out. So, the biggest thing we have a website, too, is it's uh, menwhospeakup.com, and you'll find all the resources you need mm. uh, on prostate cancer and advanced prostate cancer. Uh, you were in the news this week as a dad with your son getting drafted by uh, the, the Seattle Mariners, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy, the 24th round. Uh, I think it was like an ode to you. Did you did you enjoy that? Uh, well, I knew a couple of days before because yeah. um, they they called and asked if they could uh, draft Trey, and I was like, yeah. Um, they asked me that when he was uh, a senior in high school, and I, I was like, no, he's got a lot of things, you know, <laughs> a lot of pressure going into college. Sure. I don't want to add any more. Um, and we we're sitting there, and my wife's looking at me, and she goes, did you know he – got drafted I was like yeah I had an idea she was like you didn't want I said I wanted everybody to be surprised except sure. me so uh, I mean he still goes to the batting cages I mean you know obviously he can catch and yeah. run and right. throw so right. uh, you know he's gonna spend a little time uh, you know playing football yeah and then uh, see where his options go from there what is it like being a football dad no different than but I mean, any like, other are, are you like so? Who's your team? Like, I knew you kind of grew up in Ohio. Are you a Seahawks guy? Like, do you have a team? Um, one of my uncles went to high school with Tony Dorsett. Oh, that's great. Uh, one of my uncles also went to high school with Joe Montana. Man, <laughs> man, yeah, that's so, a hell of high school. Yeah, so I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, I won't hold bad. that against you. It's bad. It's well, no, yeah. that's just he's because a, he's a Cowboys I, fan, but I'm a Steeler fan. Okay, uh, I'm an Eagles fan, and he's obviously a Giants yes, fan. Right, I'm also course. one of those per people that, wh however you were a fan, I'm cool with it. Like, I'm over the whole, your dad has to be a fan of that. Like, whatever the reason is, as long as you're Well, well my household is kind of crazy. What do you got? Because my wife's a Seahawk fan. Okay. She was raised in Seattle. Sure. Right. Cowboy fan. Trey is a uh, uh, Ravens fan because of Willis <laughs> McGahee. Lewis and well, Reed. Right. So he okay, likes the like you guys. guys. Yeah. The you. Uh, Taryn? Well, we'll get to Taryn last. Uh, <laughs> Tevin is a Michael Vick fan, so wherever Michael Vick played, that's his. 
Yeah, Understandable. Michael yeah. Vick's like Mike's the coolest the, dude. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. So he had, you know, 14 <laughs> inches of hair. Tevin had 14 and a hair. Michael cut his. He cut his. That's right. so funny. Uh, and my daughter is a Cam Newton fan. But her favorite player is Steve Smith. So she's like kind of in the Panthers bandwagon. Well, she's like Panther, but when Ravens, he, Ravens right. but oh yeah, she still she's old school, uh, you know. Cam Newton's the dude. He's like my favorite guy right now. And what? Yeah, go. Oh, for I was it. gonna say. Well, I mean, when you were talking about him in, in high school and just knowing he was gonna be a professional baseball player, I mean, football was the sport he was thinking about still at that point. Because I think we gotta cue up the pictures. Because we, we first of all, let's do. I'm a huge. I mean, I'm the, I'm the NFL lead analyst. Just say like I didn't have 36 on. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Go ahead. Let's see the pic- Can we show him the pictures? Sims has a fascination. All right. With Go with ahead. Athletes and with legs. legs and butt. Now that's early, but your legs and butt are the things that stand out it's to me a as a scout. Cup. That right there. Look at that. That's badunkadunk right there. Right. But that's, <laughs> that is, that's where that power came from. But For people listening, there's a picture of King Griffey playing baseball, and, and yep. Sims is talking. But you're butt. you're you had phenomenal legs, and I think when I'm he not trying scouts to be weird, guys the NFL weird, draft. Right. If he's looking at D linemen, linebackers, wide receivers, if there's not a lot of legs and butt, he's not interested in it because that's where all the power is from. And when we're talking about you guys coming on, he goes, the most underrated thing with Ken Griffey Jr. was the two things. Yes, amazing. I mean, that truly was. And, and listen, I'm a, a sports historian. I just got no knees. You got, no, you were, you <laughs> well, I can see your no knee knees. there right there. I mean, that's yeah. your left knee. You, I can you see You got your still... mother's knees. That knobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that's, that's where I want to go with it. I, I mean, I kind of want to know where uh, you're historians of the game. I'm a historian of football and, and uh, similar growing up to you. You know, you're the fourth greatest home run hitter of all time. Uh, that's what you are. The, I know you're number six with the numbers, but how do you feel about, like, the PED bullcrap that's gone on? I don't worry on? about it. I know you don't worry. You don't worry. It doesn't concern you at all. No. So it doesn't get underneath your skin, guys nope. like A-Rod or Barry Bonds. What about you as dad? Me? Does it bother I mean, it would bother me a little because he well, did it the right way, yeah, it, and a lot of these guys BS their ways. about him. Right. I just, you know, what, well, I wanted to make sure he was doing I can only doing control what, what I can control. Okay, yeah. so. But, but if, he's stay, if, he's doing, if he's clean, that's fine. I mean, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Right, he's I know ball, he did. He did it the right he's way. he's enjoying the game. So right. that's, that's the difference. I, I never even thought about it, you know. Me? I, mean, I was just trying to get on base for George Foster and <laughs> Pete Rose and all them guys. That's all I was trying to. Do. I, yeah, I hear you, uh, but you don't. So you don't get bitter though about any no, of that no. because I think I would, and maybe that's why my career. Well, a lot of guys, I, a lot of guys are. I would you know, be. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. It, yeah. well, I have the, the no only concern at all. You mm. got to understand the only difference between the guys we played with. You know, we weren't allowed to lift weights. Right. Period. So we didn't have to worry about all that. But the guys that take the steroids and that stuff they change statistics yes you know they change right. the stats right you know i mean you hit two years or three years maybe a guy had one or two home runs and the next year he has 50. right yeah. i mean that's that's the difference and a lot of guys get upset at that but you know i mean st- you still got to make contact you still got to yeah. hit the ball right right yeah. you're yeah. probably asked about that all the time i imagine yeah but it, i mean it, it is what it is i don't worry about it and the things i can control is how I play. You're glad the sport's going in the direction it is now, though, at least as far as they're making the concerted effort to make it, clean it up and everything yeah. like that? I mean, you know, that aspect of it, but the other aspect, no. I mean, the, some of the rule changes, like blocking the plate. And, right, some know, of the that, old school, yeah, the way the I mean, game was played, right. Yeah, I mean. Sliding into second base. Yeah, you have to slide. Right. You can't. I, I, it's just, 
To me, the rules are just totally different. Getting a little soft. Yeah. Just like yeah. football. I mean, it right. and they have me, crazy. And they, they got to a point, now they have a time clock on pitchers. You know, 20 seconds in the minor leagues, they got a 20-second time clock. Right. You got 20 seconds to throw the ball. And you don't like the time. Do you, either one of you, how do you feel about that as well? Like no. the time clock, you don't want it either. No. Even as a batter, when you're in your rhythm, I well, mean, that's the whole thing. Everything's a rhythm. Right. So, you know, you're, so as you're, a hitter, right. I, you know, listen, they, they would have threw um, – the cat the, was uh, the manager for the um, Cleveland for years, uh, Mike Hargrove. Right. Threw him out of the game every night. Right, you know, because he by himself he took twenty minutes per at bat. <laughs> you know, so right. I mean that's ridiculous. Right, you know? but our that. guys would yeah. say. Yeah. Our pitchers would so say, let stage, him take it. Right. Yeah, They'd hit him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. So that gonna, would be the difference. He, and he would rest the next time because he wasn't going to get it. Yeah, yeah right. I was, the difference. Okay. I was getting my face painted in there for makeup, and I had a realization that with both of you guys here, you were the original Steph Curry. You were the baby-faced assassin from the upper Northwest that had a dad that played in the league that dominated and became a cultural phenomenon. I realized you were... Steph Curry, 20 years ago. Never thought of that. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> I think a pretty good analogy. I, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Senior. I appreciate that. Mr. Senior. Mr. Yeah. Senior. I cannot Mr. wait to use that at the house. Yes. Yes. Watch, watch your mouth. Mr. <laughs> just, just take your time with it. Just take your time. Who are some of the uh, you know who's who like out of the, out of the baseball world right now? Who are two guys you know each? Give me one each that you just you go you know what I'm gonna watch him at at bat here. Who's a guy that you at least makes the the blood boil a little where you go? I'm well, the one it. the one that I, I want to. Want him to improve. Right. One I watch all the time is not managing him up in Bakersfield was is Billy Hamilton. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I watch Billy steal 104 bases in 69 games. Right. So, you know, and I know he could hit. Yes. But sometimes you get so upset that some of the things are going on that he's not hitting as well as I know he can hit. Man, you know? I but covered he's starting him with the Louisville to, bats. Yeah, he's he starting didn't know to. He was a righty or a lefty at that yeah, point. Well, he's a switch hitter. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I had him. He was, and when I had him, he was a shortstop. Hmm. So, Man. You know, and the other kid I had that I managed is a shortstop for the Yankees right now. Didi Gruguer. Didi, yeah, man, yeah. he's a player. Man. I'm a huge Yankees fan, of course. Didi probably there, has the best arm in the major leagues. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I went to the game last week. I mean, he's got the definitely the best arm of the shortstop, yeah, right? In the major leagues. Yeah, I think. so that's unbelievable. Yeah. That for here you say that. Okay, that's cool. I want to, I want to ask a football question. Yeah. Can I do that? What football athletes do you guys, when you look at them, do you, what, what kind of interactions did you have with guys in the NFL that you were like, oh, they're cool guys, or did you look at it and go, man, that is a specimen human being? Bo Jackson. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what did you, what Bo was your experience did. with him? Uh, I still talk to Bo, like. Really? Yeah. Three, four times a, a month. Because one of his most famous moments was in Seattle when he ran Throughout. over the yeah. Oz. Yeah, and, and, then the he, and then he for eight Harold yeah. Reynolds, man, right. So did you? You played with Bo as well. I played against, against him. Man, him. see, he I, had hamstring and badunka dunk like you as well. I tell everybody <laughs> he's the fastest person I've ever seen over two hundred pounds. Right. And Dion is the fastest person I've ever seen under two hundred pounds. Ooh, that's and, yeah. That until, would be that's two good ones. Until is, I met yeah. Marvin Bracy, and he's an uh, Olympic track runner, oh, and at wow. seventeen. He ran like his hair was on fire. Right. Really? Yeah. Right. I don't know him. But he's still 17? He's 17 now? Uh, he is 22 now. To, to your eye, when you go back in like your mind's eye, like Bo Jackson, Dion, who did you think was faster out of the box down to first base? Because like, those are two of the greatest athletes maybe in the history of the 20th century. Bo. 
Bo, you thought Bo was more explosive out of yeah. the gate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was more explosive. Not only that, he, he had some pop. Definitely too. a pop yeah. hitting yeah. the ball, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. He hit it. I, me, I don't know. Yeah, my my athletes yeah, were for long football. before. Yeah, no, football. Well, I was, you were there in the Boomer Society. Was actually, days. yeah. My I, dad's a big fan of you because he grew up in Louisville, right. so he's a huge big Red yeah, Machine fan. I think fan. the last time I've seen your dad play was uh, in the Super Bowl. Eighty-six. Yeah, yeah, against the Broncos. Right, against right? the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. I but, was just uh, getting my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's what got you bored. in trouble trying to get your driver's license. <laughs> we won't talk about that either. That's between me and you. Uh, I think when I when I look back at at you in the nineties, man, it was crazy. And I I think there is absolutely East Coast bias in when it comes to media, and I think it's getting better. And I think stuff like the Warriors and the Seahawks being good changes that. But I think about. The backwards hat, I think, was a lot like when I think about Iverson in terms of like a cultural thing. I always wore my hat backwards. I think of the way you let like one hand go, and I think the other thing was Nintendo 64. Like I'm not like I'm not even kidding. I think there was something about you being on a video game that, and we got there it. There it is. I mean, it was the coolest thing, dude. You were Major League Baseball. Featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Did you play the game? Yeah, I still got it. Do you really? Do you show it? Do you show it to like Trey? And you're like, hey, just so you know. No, because he he's like, you know, these graphics stink. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they're not realistic enough. Oh. Even my my 14 year old looks at me and go, you were really on the game, right? So how did it feel back in the day? And that's what I get. I get the back in the day, and I'm like, oh man. See, I think it's cool to get older. I don't know why you're battling it so much. I'm well, not battling it. Yeah. I'm, it yeah, happens. He starts getting I'm older. Wait till he starts getting older. Yeah. Right yeah. I don't battle you it. Yeah, I just, <laughs> he's 30. He he got that new uh, car he, smell. He wake up. Like I said, he Bumps wake up. Bumps and bruises don't catch up to him right now, but they will. All right. I got yeah. one more. I, <laughs> I, I feel rough some morning. <laughs> I want to bring them back to baseball just because of like uh, last month with the, the record number of strikeouts uh, and everything. I thought you were going to go Ichiro here with Pete Rose. No, I'm not going to do that. It impacts he both the man. No he's the man, what. exactly he's right. The man. Right. Really? I, I'm not, I don't no, even know why. No Did you cross over with Ichiro? There. No. Yeah, right. I played with him. I just, before you yeah, go into no, this, cool. I just want to know, I've been reading a lot about Ichiro's work ethic. Yeah. And I'm just curious. It's, yeah, you, you're right on. Yeah. Whatever you read, yeah, that's him. Man. So what's it like to see someone that's almost robotic? No, he's not. No. He's not really robotic. It's. It, it, it looks like that way from like Afar. an outsider. Of course, yeah. From us, I mean, being in a locker room and uh, like my job was I tickled him every day and he'd start sweating. <laughs> like me? <laughs> yeah, like, like he'd be drenched by the time I stopped and it'd be like 30, 40 seconds that I'd be in there locked on him. And that was mainly to get him comfortable? No, I just did it. Just to mess with him? Yeah. Man. And then, you know, and it just became like a routine that, you know, he would stretch for a little bit. And, and when he rolled over, I'd jump on him no matter where I was at. Yeah. The guys would start ta- tapping me on the shoulder. Hey, he's stretching. I'd be like, all right. Was, was it a point where he started getting neurotic and, like, looking around and be like, where's Junior? No, no. Uh, he, he would just say, he'd point his finger and be like, no, stop, stop, and start laughing. <laughs> and that wasn't doing anything. No. <laughs> Man. Uh, 99.3%. Are in, uh, who the heck is the point seven percent? I have no idea. It's and uh, again, you just gave the speech before. You can only can control what you control. I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, the thing that I've never understood is why is why are there media people that feel it's their job to uphold this crazy old? I've just I've never understood that. I don't know. I'm not media. I know. 
You're really good at answering that question, but I really want an answer to it. <laughs> I'm not media. Can I ask them my strikeout question? Yeah, that, I mean, you get three questions, you bumped well, in. Your strikeout question is pretty subpar. I just so want to know. I just want to know. Why? Yeah, why, what, why do you think the like 200. strikeout uh, has become? I, I don't know. Players don't seem to care about striking out as much, or is it simple? Simply, is just there's more power pitchers. I mean, uh, last last month. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can answer that. Go ahead. It doesn't seem like early, like when I was growing up, players didn't want to strike out. No, now it's about on-base percentage and no, slugging I, percentage. No. And like when I first started uh, and up until when I shattered my wrist, right. it was like if you struck out, people, you walk back to the dugout, people just gave you that look like, right. I can't believe you just struck out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, all right, get them next time. Right. But before, it, it's not like that. I mean, it was just totally different. The, the culture has changed where a strikeout's an and out, and that's all they care about. Right. Where, like I said, when I started, and it was like, yeah, you'd be like ashamed if you struck out yeah. in your day, right? Yeah. Like well, like, I, I remember struck out to that guy. I remember one time Sparky Anderson said I should never strike out. You know, and I looked at him and said never. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but oh. striking out is a situation where I thought he was talk about this. This days, <laughs> these days now, right. The biggest thing is that there's more home runs. Everyone's thinking about home runs, and the strikeouts don't matter, <laughs> right? Because it's just they made they know they're going to make some money if they hit 20 or more home runs. Speaking of Sparky, uh, can you talk about Puerto Rico? What about Puerto Rico? Uh, I hear there's like a really good story. I have a birdie that told me about a Puerto Rico story. Uh, no, you let me, tell me about the Puerto Rico I story. Don't. <laughs> okay. I don't know, Junior. Come on, Junior, speak up. Well, I got <laughs> sent home from Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. You got sent over? <laughs> yeah, he got sent over for what? He, was, he was. What was he doing? Acting Striking like a brat? Mm, no, he was. He a, was a brat. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't Puerto Rico. It was uh, Dominican. I never went to Dominican. It was yes, Puerto you Rico. Did. You went it to Dominican. Puerto Rico. <laughs> you got sent home from both places then. But the, what, what, the, what happened the, one time? You got sent home. What you, you do? You were like the most mild mannered, polite guy I've ever seen. No, no. He got me pulled out. He's building a crap. Con artist? No, no, no. And you ain't no con artist. You know, and if you are. No, see, Puerto Rico is when you struck out and I went and grabbed your bat and. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then he struck out, did. you grabbed his no, bat. And then no, he did it again, this, and I the, the grabbed it again. I said, I was, taught you better than that. Yeah. And the next day, I was gone. Yeah, the next oh, day, I, I did it. send him home. Yeah, but, but that wasn't the reason why I sent him home. Oh. It was the matter of fact. That's why I sent him home. The reason was, he said to me, he said, uh, all right, get a hit. Now, he's the bat boy. This is the first time he was ever a bat boy. Damn, bat boy. Yeah. Get a hit. So <laughs> I had to take him with me wherever I went. We traveled. We were in Ponce, right. Puerto Rico. So the first time I get up, I strike out. <laughs> he comes up, and he picks up the bat, and he said, I, I told you he was going to throw you a curveball. <laughs> I said, all right, okay, go, go. Get away from me. Went out, came back in. I was up again. I swung and missed it this time. Right. And he comes in and says, I taught you better than that. Now, he's only 12. Right. No, I was younger than that. Well, you was either 12 or 10 or 11 or somewhere around. Back up. I was you, was, you was too young, period. I was like five. Well, you were no five. When were you in Puerto Rico? You was 25 at the time. Just telling me how to hit. So, what I did was I, my, my, I sent him home. That's what I did. 
Good. I sent him home. I said, I don't want to hear this no more. Somebody telling me how to hit, and he has never even swung a bat in the game yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got so. spanked in Puerto Rico, actually. I didn't get sent home, but I got spanked. You got spanked I, for what? I did. My, I, got, I, was, I was acting like a brat, and what? I can still remember. And my Say dad, he was mad. I was saying swear words. Oh, was like, it was, was that like good? seven, eight years yeah. old. Well, see, that's what words. I should have did with you. And he I should have whacked you one right there. Yes. My parents Can I, I get this on tape? Because this is, this, <laughs> this this is, is all like, on like, tape. Hey, 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 hey. This, you know, Junior? When I, when I go in there and... and the oh, lawsuit. What you gonna, lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lawsuit, too. That's Man. the same thing with everybody. I can't call it 911. So I feel like you wouldn't. So the Adam LaRoche thing about having the kid in the locker room. I mean, you were you were doing it, I guess. No. No. He wasn't allowed in the locker room. He's old school. There's no way we he's bringing his kid to the You got to understand, every everyone, you know, when that first scenario came up with Adam LaRoche, yeah. okay. I played with his dad. Okay. Okay, in New York. But. When we came in, the only time they were allowed on the field is Father and Sunday. Mm. That was it. Mm. Junior never, I mean, people think that he was at the ballpark all the time. Right. Well, he came to the ballpark. But after school. During, during the game. That's he came with right. his mother. And he waited for you after the game. He waited, and uh, the thing was, the biggest thing was, Sparky said, if we win, they're allowed in the locker room. Right. And we won. Mm, a, a lot, lot. Right. a lot, <laughs> a right. lot. So that's what. But it was only after the game. It yeah. was never the only time he was on the field was Father and Sunday. Okay. And when they got eleven and twelve, the big red machine would not play him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was, I was like you. I, I when that came out, I like Adam Larouche and all that. But I, I know as an ex-player myself. I wouldn't want to deal with yeah, some kid. But it's a little different for football. It is different. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You guys well, are baseball, a little bit more. You got yeah. more games, just a little more relaxed, maybe on a daily basis. Right. But every day, uh, like, it's you know, we tough. argue about this. You know, I yeah. got a couple of football friends, and I yeah. keep telling, you know, they practice the same plays day in and day out. Right. You know, because they don't learn it the first week of <laughs> training camp. You know, it takes them 17 weeks to figure it Take out. A lot of hits. Right? <laughs> it's not the smartest bunch. Yeah. We never, we never claim that. Uh, once again, menwhospeakup.com. I think it's very important. It's for prevention. It is for awareness. It is for overall intelligence. It's for your health. Get out there, Griffey Sr., Griffey Jr. I appreciate you guys very much for being here on the Sims and Lefko podcast. Thank you. Uh, Thank I really you. enjoyed it. Uh, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Feel good? Yeah, still haven't got my speech. You haven't figured? Well, you I know when you gave I your speech for the Mariners, you ad-libbed it, right? Yeah. So are you going to ad-lib it up there? No, I'm a little. I think I'm a little Prince in there. Little Luther Vandross. Little Anita. Yeah. Just to set the party off right. Just to get it right. I was quoting Kanye. Did you dig that? Yeah, but you know. Do you like Kanye? Every now and then. <laughs> I want to talk to Ken Griffey Jr. forever. Episode 67. Thank you always for watching. Follow us on Twitter, at Sims and Lefko. You have an Instagram now? Uh, apparently, yes.